This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. As labor pains increase, they converge to bring about the birth of a baby. There is a purpose behind a woman's contractions. Well, God has a purpose behind the events that reveal Christ is coming too. These events about us in this world do not happen arbitrarily. Christ uses these events to bring about the end of the world, and this is why they are signs. As these signs increase in frequency and intensity, they will begin to converge with one another. To use another figure, they will begin to funnel combining with each other, all swirling toward the coming of Christ and the end of the world. This converging will take place at first with the gradual, then more swift development of an anti-Christian kingdom of man. You see, the Bible speaks in various places of this anti-Christian kingdom, that is, a worldwide earthly kingdom of peace and prosperity that will develop towards the end of time. John informs us in 1 John 2 verse 18, little children, it is the last time ye have heard that the Antichrist shall come. Paul speaks of him too in 1 Thessalonians 2 in referring to the man of sin that must be revealed, even that son of perdition. The kingdom of Antichrist is a kingdom of man, a kingdom that is anti-God, anti-Christ, and therefore anti-Christian. It is a kingdom that will have nothing to do with true Christianity, though false Christianity will indeed be very much a part of it. This kingdom will seek to unite all the nations of the earth under the goal that man can live at peace and achieve whatever his heart desires while yet living in his sin. The ideology of this kingdom is humanism. The belief that man is the one who can create his own destiny in life. At its heart is a way of life that centers on human interests and values. It asserts the dignity and worth of man and his ability to realize his own desires through his own power. This is achieved by deeds that will help mankind to overcome anything that stands in the way of his earthly and even sinful happiness. This kingdom of man must develop before Christ returns and ushers in his kingdom eternal in the heavens. The events we have already described will not merely increase, but will converge, unite, conjoin in the ultimate development of that kingdom of Antichrist. Wars and rumors of wars, apostasy in the church, natural catastrophes, all work toward the establishment of the man of sin, the Antichrist. Only when we closely observe this development will we be able to discern how the events of this world work toward the coming of Christ. 
we noticed that a sign in the church is that of apostasy. It will abound. This sign is the beginning of sorrows. But what at heart is this apostasy that will be taught by the apostate Christian church? What will eventually unite all false Christianity together into one, and that against the true church? It is the same humanism that prevails in the unbelieving world. False Christianity will be all about man. It will emphasize unity between Christianity and the pagan religions of this world. It will not teach repentance and faith in Jesus Christ and Him crucified, but rather will place all the emphasis on Christian service, social justice, humanitarianism, and such like, all in order to make this present world a better place to live. As I mentioned, these are the same goals as the anti-Christian kingdom. This is how false Christianity will become the impetus behind the establishment of that earthly kingdom of peace, and that the false church will join hands with the anti-Christian kingdom is evident in Scripture. In Revelation 13, as well as 2 Thessalonians 2, this is taught us. It's a part of the development of what will take place that will give rise to the anti-Christian kingdom. Apostate Christianity will assist in the rise of that Antichrist to power. It will lend its power and its influence over its members to the kingdom of man. This is why, when the Antichristian kingdom is established, there will also be persecution of the true church of Jesus Christ. True Christianity will be rejected by the false church. And as a result, it will be small and despised, just as in the days of Noah when the church consisted of only eight souls. The Bible speaks of the Great Tribulation, a time when the true church, the true church, is pressed out of the false church and out of society, and true believers become despised and outcasts in this world. Those who do not swear allegiance to the anti-Christian kingdom, will not be able to buy or to sell. The spread of the gospel will cease, and the witness of the church will be squelched. The point is, a sign that at its start is the beginning of birth pains, apostasy in the church, now culminates in the powerful contraction of the establishment of the anti-Christian kingdom. Christ uses the apostasy in the church to give rise to the Antichrist. Then, there is also the sign in the nations, that of wars and threats of wars, immorality, violence in society at large. We noted that this sign has been around for centuries too. It has contributed to the rise and the fall of empires. One kingdom was overthrown by another kingdom by means of war. This has always taken place. And it has when the citizens of such a kingdom became so debauched with immorality and violence that such a kingdom was ripe for judgment. Through the ages, 
God has used immorality and war to stymie the premature development of this empire of man. But this sign will also serve, eventually, to give rise to that worldwide empire of man. You see, when the world unites under the power of the Antichrist, the threats of war will cease for a time. The one grand promise of the Antichrist will be that of worldwide peace between the nations. And if any nation becomes a slight threat to another, the Antichrist will squelch that threat. He will be able to do this because the power will be in his hands. Who can make war with the beast? That is now the beast of Revelation 13 being the Antichrist. The Antichrist will claim to control the lawlessness of society, to tame the peoples under its absolute control. It will claim to feed the hungry, to protect the weak, to give aid to those distressed. And this, then, is where the third sign, that is, the desolations wrought by nature, sickness, and disease, comes in. These, we found, will increase intensity as the end approaches, too. The people of this world will be looking, therefore, for aid and assistance as these signs in creation increase. Well, the Antichrist will promise such aid. Of course, it is now a worldwide kingdom. If famine affects one area of the world, the rest of the world can come to its aid under the direction of that government of Antichrist. If a natural disaster strikes, such as a flood or hurricane or earthquake, the Antichrist will immediately be there providing relief efforts. If we are watching carefully, we will see the contractions in creation, in the nations, and in the church becoming the more intense. The signs of Christ's coming will converge to bring about the establishment of the Antichrist. And as they do, the end approaches swiftly. What was only the beginning of sorrows now has become so intense. We know the end of time and Christ's coming will soon take place. Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We publish daily meditations, Heidelberg Catechism Lord's Day sermons on Wednesdays, and topical podcasts on Fridays. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org, and you can email us with any questions or feedback at hoperwc at gmail.com. Thank you.